Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Ugh. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Bragley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And fresh from the live tweets, which I did not look at many of them, we are joined by a producer who is telling me, producer Seth, who is telling me to put a big smile on my face while I'm throwing up some specific fingers in the Zoom call. You can find him and block him on Twitter. That's at Seta5, S-E-T-A-H, and the number five. What's up, Brando? I don't know. Uh, I think I scored more points um, this weekend than I use offense did. Uh, brutal. Hard to watch. Going to be hard to talk about. Big picture, nothing changed. I mean, at least for two-thirds of this podcast, we predicted a loss. So, it's again, similar to what I'm saying in the Iowa game, Cincinnati game. It's not that we lost. It's how the loss happened. And we'll get into it it for sure. Uh, Real quick, a final score, if you didn't know. Um, Indiana zero, first shutout ever since 2000. At number four, Penn State, 24. So 24 to nothing was the L on the night. Um, now, 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 think about that. In 21 years, think of all the bad quarterbacks. We've had to, uh, think about the we've bad had. overall teams, the bad defenses, the bad quarterbacks, the bad offenses, the bad coach, the bad everything. Some of the quarterbacks that have lined up on their center scored more points than we Cam did Kaufman. on Saturday. Cam Kaufman. Edwin Wright Baker. <laughs> who, was the, who was the coach's kid, the redhead that played? Yeah. He, uh, that's Cam Kaufman. Is that him? Yeah. No, no, Cam no, no. Cameron. 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 Um, yeah, Cameron's kid. Yeah. 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 He played at Penn State and we scored points. <laughs> I mean Danny goodness. Cameron. Danny Cameron. Danny Cameron. All right. So a little bit of perspective. I didn't I don't have any presser news. I I went well. Yeah, I went to bed. I mean, I, I there was a point in our group text that I just said, I'm just I've never felt so frustrated and disappointed. Like at least against Western Kentucky, like it took me a while to like calm down because I was so anxious, but it was like once they got to 21, I think then it kind of set in and I was like, I don't see us doing anything because nothing, the, the things that need to be changed cannot be changed. in the yeah, middle So, of the, game, so. Uh, the, the wedding venue actually had a TV above the dance floor okay. and um, I was moderating my drinking because I knew I had to drive, it was you know a seven hour drive with 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 a little little boy, um, but then they started doing oh 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 right after the blocked field goal, and then I just started drinking bourbon on the rocks 
like every five minutes, just like running them out. And yeah. I am hung over his balls in a blacking out. Good. That's perfect. That is perfect. Um, okay. Well, this should be pretty quick. I'm sorry to be so glum, guys. I know that we're supposed to be so I'll get into it. We'll get into it. I've got some positive things we'll talk about. Oh, we'll, things we'll went here. right. They did. Things went right. What do you want to just take the obvious one? I've got two. So um, I mean, I loved how well our defense played. I mean, especially Mikey McFadden. He's gonna be a guy I miss watching play. And it, not just on the field either like him on the sidelines being dejected like hurt my heart like he is literally putting his mind body and soul out there carrying the defense and just watching this abysmal offense so yeah i mean i'm, I'm not going to take the obvious obvious one um i think there's a again we'll kind of talk about this on on stock ups i'm sure but i mean yeah, gave, giving up 24 points, but to that offense, I mean, you, you we sat here and, and gave out all the numbers that, you know, the wide receivers were giving up and Clifford were giving up, and, and, and yet that defense put us in a position to win the game multiple times. Not even that, put our offense in position to score points. What did I what did I say? I said our defense was going to have to put us in plus territory and make it easy on the offense. That happened. That yep. absolutely happened, and yet we still couldn't. The perfect example um, would be the Raheem Wayne. So um, what did he get us down to inside the 30? We got down to inside the 10, I think, or around the 10, and decided we were – no, inside the 10, and had fourth and one, and I'm screaming at the TV, just take – and I'm, I'm pretty aggressive. You're on the road. I get it. You can't, you don't, you don't want to kick field goals. You need to score touchdowns. You don't know that the defense was going to play as great as they did. But take the points, man. Always. You got to take the point. How many times have we done this as IU fans over the last, but really since Kevin Wilson came in? Take the points. I wanted to wait to talk about this because it's in my stock down. But then you don't take the field goal there, but you take the field goal when you're down three scores. Did you hear his like, explanation for that? No, I, I, no, I didn't. I know um, it's, it's not great. It's just, he, he wanted to get points on the board at that point in the game. I mean, you, then you're admitting defeat, which also is worse. Like that answer yeah. actually. Yeah. I mean, Seth just put loser mentality. Like you don't just say, Oh, again, uh, you know, we were giving Seth a hard time saying you can have a moral. There can be moral victories in this game. And you and me shut down the moral victories. That's essentially what Tom Allen just said. That's pathetic. Honestly, like I'm I was mad. Now you just pissed me off more. Well, that was a Twitter um, quote. So I didn't hear his whole quote. So I can't tell you that he didn't say like we need. I just wanted to get points at that point. Our defense was playing great, put pressure on their offense to continue to have to score instead of have to do. I mean, basically, they just ball controlled us yeah. the whole fourth quarter because we were still alive. I mean, it was 20, 21 or 14. I can't remember going into the fourth. And I felt like, you know, if we could get string a drive together, get a stop, then we'll put a little bit of pressure on them because and, and that's my first thing. I'll just say it real quick. I'm trying to tell you guys, man, and it finally it finally shows up. The defense is great. The defense is really good, and I feel terrible for them. Yep. One, the amount of injuries that happened yesterday, crazy. Two, 
they the offense does nothing for them. Nothing. Iowa, nothing. Think about the everything in Iowa. Two pick sixes. Uh, and then how many bad time like you had the the James Evans bad punts. You had everything. I mean, Petrus was terrible. Goodwin was, or what's is it Goodwin? Tyler Good, whatever his name was. He was bad outside of one run. Yeah, we said he had under a three yards of carry if you take off the the big run. It's just I don't know. And then, but then on the flip side, I guess you could say like, look at what Notre Dame couldn't move the ball against Cincinnati. We moved the ball against I don't know, whatever you want to do. It sucks. But my only other other thing that um, went right was I. And it's going to come up. I'm sure I'll just say it, but Tuttle looked good. Tuttle looked like okay, regular so back there. I think the offense looked better, but that's also comparing absolute shit. Yeah. I wouldn't say he looked good. I'd say he worked whatever that freaking offense Sheridan wants to call a scheme. He looked better running it than Penix looked running well, let it. Me, let me tell you as somebody that was slightly less drunk than you were at that point in the game. The fact that he, his feet, when he, he would take a three-step drop and sit there and deliver the football. He would take a five-step drop, sit there, and deliver the football. If he didn't have a play or saw an opening, he would run the football. And he would slide or he would dive forward. He was out there doing what we should expect from our, let's be honest, we'll say it. He was a top 10 Heisman favorite going into the season everywhere you looked he was he was like top big 10 quarterback top this person top 10 heisman quarterback in the country going into the season now he's not he's not top 10 anything nothing and i'm not here to pick on individual players i i understand i can get it i've never had that serious of an injury so i can i can feel for him to have three three different season ending injuries and to be maybe mentally just thrown off by that. I get it. So I'm not going to pile on him. I'm not going to do that. That that was disgusting, by the way. Some of the stuff I saw on Twitter, I just stopped looking at it. Um, but I thought he, I thought Tuttle looked like a totally different player, just a totally different, confident quarterback back there that was running the offense, making his reads, didn't have anything, made a play. So stats aren't going to show that. The interception, by the way, for those screaming at their, whatever their, their listening device, they didn't show it enough on TV, but uh, confirmed by Seth was definitely tipped. I mean, we talked about it like there's no way the angle of his body, the way his arm was going, that ball went. The physics of the ball. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't taken physics since like <laughs> high school, but like from the little that I know, like the ball can't travel no. like that. The ball went 10 yards the to the right while he yeah. was full on throwing to the left. So correct. Um, man. We, I, we'll hit it real. Let's just do one, I guess. What went wrong for you? It's probably the same thing. For me, I mean, again, it, the play calling and the in-game management was, was the most. Like, for me. On I mean, one side I, of the ball, right? Yes. Okay. Um. It, well, I mean, again, I think I think a few of the, you know, we've already talked about the field goal decisions. Um. You know, I think, you know, I'll get to it, but I think, a lot of people need to have accountability for this, but I think it kind of might start at the top. Um, Tom Allen isn't absolute of guilt no. here. Um, and I mean, again, I mean, we can go into a lot of the offense, but um, you know, the play calling in game management. I mean, I think 
we're beating ourselves there too. And I just kept just pulling my hair out. Like, you know, that scene from um, liar, liar, where he like Jim Carrey, like goes like this with his hair. Like Mm -hmm. that's what my hair looked like because I was just pulling my hair, watching some of the in-game decision-making that was going on. Yeah. I do know that he tries to keep his hands completely out of the offense. You can't not an offensive coach. I know that he can't do that. He needs to have some say. And I think he's, I don't have any sort of inside thing. I'm just going to take a guess. I would not be surprised if tomorrow there's some sort of movement somewhere. I don't know. I'm not saying you can fix it. What are you going to do? Let's let's have this question. Hopefully this isn't one of your randos. What are you going to do? What fixes it right now? Do you the only thing that popped into my head because I asked myself this question last night. You could just put McCullough in there. I guess, but does he, has he, he's never run an offense. Yeah. I mean, so here's, here's my thing here. Here would be my fix run freaking slants, like run. Like, cause right now it's either screens or bombs. There's no use of the middle yeah. of the field. There's no use of the, um, you know, outs or, or, or hooks or, or anything like that. And it, just run some basic freaking crossing routes. Like, start making things easy. It doesn't have to be a cute jet sweep running back, you know, weird-ass route. Just run freaking basic plays. Like, that's where it's got to start. And then it it has to stop being so predictable. It can't be first and 10, halfback dive. First and 10, halfback dive. It needs to have some creativeness. It needs to have some randomness to it and it needs to incorporate the entire field that is what i would and to me it seems easy because that's not what we're doing well the thing that i noticed too and we noticed this from the cincinnati game maybe the idaho game where the the tight end the tight end move so the tight end uh what do you want to call that uh the pulling the tight end from one side of the line of scrimmage to the other side and running that inside zone play from there worked immediately in that game. The very first time they ran it, boom. I think that was one of the longer runs for Stephen Carr. I think it was 8, 11 yards, something like that. You never saw it the rest of the game. Never saw it again. I'm not saying run it the very next play, but guess what, dude? It worked. Put that one over to the side. This is the, this is the it worked pile. How does, your, how does your slot receivers only have two catches? Well, like Freifogel was playing there quite a bit. How many catches did he end up with? He had five. He also had a million drops. He had um, more drops again, man. Like we're not using, we're not utilizing Miles Marshall enough. We're not utilizing like even still with. I mean, just like they were just so bad. Well, I I don't want to pile on the players, man. You know that's I don't do that. I don't do that because whether or not. We know the talent that's in Michael Penix. We know that it's there. It's just gone, man. The confidence is just trashed, and it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know. It's never going to come back. So, um, we'll see. We'll wait for the in- injury update again. And I was not cheering. I was not excited that he got hurt. No, no. There was a lot of that on Twitter. I don't know. It's sure, maybe Seth saw it. I don't know if he was 
checking the feed or not on the live tweets, but my goodness, man, it was bad. So, um, uh, let's see, let's go on to, for me, what went wrong? I guess, uh, I, I'll, I'll throw one bonus one in real quick and then I'll do my real one. Targeting man. Like what, what are we talking about? So inconsistent. What, what is the definition of targeting? It's leading with the crown of your helmet with intent to injure, right? In, yeah. Okay. Tell me that that sack on, on Jack Tuttle was not the exact definition of targeting he led yep. with the crown of his helmet into the side of the face mask he was launched he was literally the side launched. Of the helmet launch literally launching himself into the side of the helmet it wasn't a dirty play i don't want that to be a thing that's not a dirty thing he wasn't i don't think he was intending to injure jack tuttle i think he was trying to make a big hit he came off he was free he was going to make a big hit he's a defensive end of course but that is the definition of targeting. You want to know what is not the definition of targeting? Being pushed into a quarterback that's being sacked from behind. That's not the definition of targeting. They don't effing know anything. Then what? The very next possession? Bjornsson. I, I hope he's okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a headhunting shot. That like, was crazy. Yeah. So we'll do that. But here's my real one. My real one's injuries. I'll pick injuries again. I mean... Reese Taylor, God bless him. He tried to come back. Did we see Cam Jones again? I think maybe late. No. Taiwan Mullen, that poor kid. He had to have been in tears going off the field. They showed him. I think there was like a uh, little cut shot of before the game. He's out there full pads, hat on, helmet on, whatever. That was very football term. <laughs> but helmet on. You could just see the disappointment through his. Through, he's got a visor on and everything. You can just see it right through there. Because he had a trainer come out and tell me he, he just can't do it. And then, obviously, Raheem Wayne, who I guess you could call probably the player of the game on defense. One of them, you know, McFadden, I think, is pretty easily the player of the game. But one of them on defense, I mean, I mean there's just so much. They talked about this, and I got kind of upset about it. Todd Blackledge, he's a little bit of a homer in this game. But he said it takes the major – maybe it was – um was it Sean McDuffie or whoever, whoever we were with? Who was it? McDonough. McDonough. I didn't, said, I didn't get any audio, so I, I luckily didn't okay. hear well, he's, anything. They, they were great. They were fine all the whole game. They, gave, they were pretty forgiving for like a lot of the injuries for IU and stuff like that. But they, he said something along the lines of the bigger programs like Ohio State, Penn State, Florida, all of them, if these injuries happen to them, they've been recruiting for years. And it makes sense, but I get it. They literally did no research on the backside of this of this team. So to be down to like our fifth corner, there we have no depth, obviously. Lane gets hurt, and a former SEC starting safety comes in and fills in his spot. So don't I, that's the part. I don't know. It just bugged me a little bit. But let's get into um, stocks. We'll stick with uh, – we'll do it the same way we've done it the whole time. Let's go stock down uh, first, and then we'll do stock up, and then we'll get super – uh, happy before the promo, and then we'll we'll do randos and and Seth Sack, and then we'll get out of here. So, what's uh, stock down on offense for you? Good luck picking one. Stock down on offense? Yeah, I mean, uh, I went with someone who has stock has been plummeting, but it was a player to watch. It's got to be Fryfogel, man. I mean, he's becoming a liability. 
Now, no other wide receiver is showing that they can make an impact either. No. So it's like, you know, it's not like we're calling for Miles Marshall or, you know, we're calling for Buckley. But, you know, so I don't think Freifogel's in any shot of like losing his opportunities or losing his target share. But the guy that his hands were his thing. Mm-hmm. Like if he doesn't have hands, what is his thing? Yeah. You said Buckley. Buckley never saw the field. I never saw him out there. Yeah, Seth said he didn't even dress. That's crazy. He must be hurt then. Again, injuries. The injuries are nuts. I mean, it's not an excuse to play like this, but that's crazy. Uh, My stock down on offense. I don't, I mean, we've kind of hammered him enough. I Offensive line, the entire offensive line, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you're talking zero uh, run lanes. I, I think I'm remembering this correctly. Wasn't like the first play Tuttle was in, he either got smashed or got blown smashed. Up. That was the targeting call that didn't get called. Yeah, yeah. totally smashed. Like this Cam hilarious Jones outside. And, yeah. Like first play, he just gets killed. Mm-hmm. I was saying to myself, I was like, I'm so glad he held on to the football. Like that's your first time in all season outside of Idaho where he didn't get touched and he just gets smashed. I'm telling you though, there's something about that kid. That kid's Peyton Ramsey 2.0, I think. So if he plays the rest of the season, I can see us doing well, better than zero points. (laughs) That's, that's for sure. Um, Yeah. My stock down and and it's not, again, I'm not piling on the players, man. There's, there's got to be some sort of development somewhere. And, and uh, talking to some other people during the game yesterday, they're talking about, we just need to develop our players. We just need to develop our players. Well, look at the offensive line, left tackle transfer, right? And left guard recruit center transfer, right guard should be a left tackle, <laughs> right? Tackle recruit. Where's where, what are we going to develop? We've got sales on the bench. We've got some other people on the bench. If we have all these transfers coming in that have coming back, coming back again, even the transfer we thought was going to start at center is no longer at center anymore. So we're not developing anything. Do we used to develop crap? We used to develop Wes Martin. We used to develop Dan Feeney. These people were not recruited by anybody. Jason Spriggs. These people are playing on Sunday. Because of whatever we were doing before, what are we doing now? This is awful. We could have a, a terrible team, but you better believe that that offensive line for the last, I don't know, except for last year, what, what would you say, the last five years, six years has been, you never, ever had to worry about that offensive line, ever. So just disappointed. Uh, what do you have on defense? Good. Okay, this one the- is good luck picking somebody here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a cop out. And I've already said it time and time again, because you put defense special teams. This is where I'm throwing Tom Allen in, um, okay. because, again, you know, he, he, he's a coach. He's the defensive coach, um, but he also needs to take some accountability here. Um, special teams continue to be shaky, whether that's James Evans, whether that's the block kick, whether it's the decision making to kick or not kick. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've already said it enough. I don't need to say it again, but yeah, I'm putting Tom Allen again, his stock, you know, was insane through the roof in the beginning of this year. 
taking a hit. I mean, again, yeah. you've lost uh, three top five teams, but uh, so not the national perception, maybe not of Tom Allen, but you know, some of the in-game things of the way I see him yeah. has taken a hit for me. Um, I was going to say nobody, but I just was looking through some of the stats and I remembered us talking about somebody and somebody that I think everybody on the podcast loves. Marcelino Ball. Has, I mean, you want to talk about somebody coming back from an injury and being just not there anymore. I don't, he's just, he's out of position a lot. They, Western Kentucky, like Seth's saying right now, is just, you can't match him up. You can match him up on a big tight end. I think he'd be fine. But did you not? Well, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to save him for a minute. But, you put him on a wide, they had him on Dotson so much yesterday and he just got worked. I remember there was a very, I think maybe a fourth in four, fourth and somewhere in there. They had, they ran a play to Dotson out of the slot and I saw ball was on him and I, I knew that's exactly where they were going to go. No matter what he would, it's just, it, it's not there for him anymore. He used to be the dynamic dude, like, freak show dude coming flying off the end he can't get any pressure on the quarterback whenever he does rush it's just been all for him so far this year so i'm going to say stock down again everybody we are doing fairly decent as far as like getting more listeners so this is cool but if this is your first time listening stock up stock down this just it doesn't mean we hate somebody or that we're right. done with them or that they're never going to be good again it's just right now after this game this particular player or coach or whatever. And you're not buying any stock in that right now. So I mean, I'm no day trader or anything, but I'm not buying stock in McCurry ball right now. So um, let's, all right, let's, let's, let's get happy. Let's raise the, the tone of our voice a little bit. I know you can't because you sound like me after going to a game instead, you've just been whiskey kicking the shit out of your own voice. But, um, Oh, we have a, Stock down from Seth. Yeah, um, I commented that I was happy that we got the good camera people for the first time, um, but I did not appreciate that they kept saying that the coach on the sidelines was Charlton Warren. It was not Charlton Warren. Uh, who who was that, Brad? Jason Jones, I believe. Yeah, just yeah. interesting. Interesting. Yes. Um, so bad look for ABC there. Um, no. He is a defensive coach, but he is not the defensive coordinator. He is the safeties coach. Um, so what Seth was hinting at there is that they are both African-American men. And they just continued to show Jason Jones and talking about him as if he was Charlton Warren. So um, for a second, as they were talking about him and showing somebody on the field, I was like, oh, cool. That's cool that he's down there on the field. That's not him. <laughs> so, um, All right. Cool. Well, that's a little bit of a lighter thing. So let's get up to the stock up. Stock up, Brandon, on offense. Hendershot's playing on Sundays. Oh, dude, he's so um, good. And his he's draft. So I mean, again, um, I, I was hard. It, it's stock up, draft stock up. Yeah. I mean, literally everything. I mean, this is the Hendershot we wanted to see last year. You've mentioned, you know, his head wasn't completely in it. When his head's in it, when his heart is in it, he's a, he's a stud. He's so good. Bonafide stud. He's absolutely, he's incredible. And they need to get him the ball more, and they will, hopefully. Um, so 
um, give me Tuttle, man. Give me Tuttle. Tuttle time. I know he, his, his stats weren't great. Six of 12, 77 yards, 6.4 average, and one pick. Now, again, we talked about the pick. Pick was deflected. That one was not his fault. If you want to talk about a pick that was, no, we're not doing it. We're not going to do it. Um, he just looked confident, man. He just looked like he knew what he was doing out there. He knew what the plays were. He knew where to throw the football. He knew if it wasn't there, he knew he could run. He only had to run. Well, he ran four times, but this is taking out some of his sack yardage too, right? Seth, is that what they do in college? So four times for eight yards. He was sacked once, maybe twice. Um, he looked sharp. So if he has to fill in for Penix, if this is going to be a, a long-term injury or something that's going to keep him out for a bit, we're not going to lose anything if we don't gain anything. So uh, big stock up for him. And when your stock is at nothing, I guess, just pure potential for stock, then it's going to be up. Seth, what do you got? Yeah, stock up on the King Tut shirt from, uh, what is it, Daz? Oh, nice. Yeah, Daz. Yeah. Shout out to Daz. I don't know anything about him. You tell me. You're the one in communication, Bob. Just like the King Tut shirt. That's all I'm there saying. You go. There you go. Um, on defense, this is going to be fun. Stock up on defense. Let's let Seth go first. You have stock up on defense? Yeah, I actually do. The interior line played really well. I liked uh, Weston Kramer and 94 is Elliot. I'm blanking on his yeah. first name. D About D time D-Mac showed up, yeah. man. Um, Demarcus Elliott's been concerningly quiet. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, it was a, a position group that needed to make Clifford one dimensional and, and, you know, they, they, they did their job, um, for sure. Yeah. Now he did have yeah 58 yards rushing. There were a couple like clutch runs that he ended up getting out of it. But again, he had over a hundred yards last year. So that's nice to, to keep him under. And his passing was nothing, dude. 17 and 33. 178. He had the three touchdowns. They were all close touchdowns. They showed a stat where anything over 10 yards he threw down the field, he never completed a single one of them. I think he ended up getting maybe one. Um, so it's the defense was good. So are you going to eat crow here or do you want me to take that one? You can go ahead. <laughs> Bryant Fitzgerald. Holy cow. That dude played a ball game yesterday. Now you could say. You could put him in stock down. That dude should have had a pick six. If he would have turned around and and he knew it too. I mean, as soon as he turned around, it was like, oh, the ball was right there. Uh, he was pick six in that one. But that guy was playing out of his mind. Five tackles, one TFL, um, was flying all around the field. He looked really, really, really good. And that's somebody that has not played very much at all this season, I don't think. So good to see him out there. Um, he is the backup to, to ball. I'd be surprised if he does back up too much more if they don't. No, just I think he's got to be a starter. Snap, so again, starters don't mean much. Like you, you mentioned the, the, the more important word is snaps. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What do you got? Sticking with the safety position and going Raheem lane. Yep. Um, yep. He, he, he never had an inter interception before. Um, he, you know, he's now responsible for two takeaways. Uh, I mean, he, he was a guy that we didn't know what we were going to get. And now, I mean, this isn't the first time we're talking about him, right? So that, you know, this isn't like he came out of nowhere, but he's put, he's stringing together a very nice season 
And again, going into the season, I would have had his stock as pretty low only because uh, you know it was, he was an unknown. We went, we talked about into the season that you know safety play was a question mark. I think the safety play has been great, solid, um, solid. There's one, there's one weakness. I'm doing rabbit ears, whatever you want to call it. It's interior defensive line, and if they play anything remotely close to what they played like on Saturday, we'll be fine. Yeah. So. Okay, so Raheem White, cool, awesome. Um, anything else? Did we miss anything else? I mean, obviously, quick shout out, real quick. Mike McFadden was crazy yesterday. I mean, and he got the rep, or he got the, um, what am I looking for? Not rep. Uh, respect that he needed for that kind of performance. Eight tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, three quarterback hurries. I don't have the sack numbers there. I know he was there a lot. I know he made a huge play. Uh, was there a big play? I think he made a big play on like a, uh, like a quick screen or something crazy. And, and Gerard Handy had just lined up just a smidge offside that they ended up calling back. But that dude was crazy. Also, quick shout out Ryder Anderson, also eight tackles, one TFL. That guy looked great as well, too. And he's looked good all season. Both of them have. So you can't get much higher stock than what they've got already. So, um, speaking of not getting much higher of a stock than what you've got already. Let's get a quick word from our sponsor, the Monon Track Club. Uh, MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to check out their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. It's almost hoodie season. It was hoodie season for like a couple of days, and then it's like back to not hoodie season anymore. So we'll see. Uh, as a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout and hit MTC owner and IU alum and kind of a Penn State fan, Garrett, where it really hurts his wallet. Now, back to the show. Revisit prediction. Seth said we were going to lose 1731. Brandon said we were going to lose 1936. I did not give a prediction, um, so I went. I'm just kidding. I said we were going to win. 24 to 21. I win. Brandon second sets is an idiot. And so he doesn't get anything. So um, moving on to everybody's favorite part of the podcast, Brando's, Randos, Brandon, cheer us up a little bit. So, yeah, um, with five teams in the top 11, how good is this big 10? Because um, I feel like it's going to get a lot of love, but I don't feel like any of these teams are actually good. No. So like, it, do other are national pundits going to see this too, or is the Big Ten just going to be made out to be are they as good as the SEC? Blah 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 blah. So I here we go. I'm looking at the schedule right now, actually for next week. You're obviously you're going to find out Penn State Iowa. No, you know what? You may not. Let's say that game ends thirteen ten. What are they going to say? Wow, what a great defensive game. Both teams are so good. Blah 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 blah. But. I could honestly see Iowa coming out and just going nuts because it's at home four o'clock game. It's going to be crazy, dude. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if, if Nebraska slips up Michigan a little bit and I don't know who Michigan state's got next week. I was looking at next week's schedule. Now it's gone. Where's it at? Um, but Michigan state and Seth, had, Oh, Rutgers. They're at Rutgers. Rutgers, not good. Try to tell you guys that, but 
Rutgers at five five point favorite. That's it for Michigan State. Hammer that if you want to for for entertainment purposes only. Hammer that one. Um, let's see here. Ohio State Dece, really good offense. Uh, defense is what it is, and it's the same thing all the time at Ohio State. Wisconsin, no, God, that's bad, dude. Wisconsin, Illinois. Wisconsin favorite by eight and a half. The Billima Bowl. Yeah, there you go. So, um, no. To answer your question, short answer to your question, no. I think that there is one really, really good team with a very dominant defense, and that's Iowa. But that's it. I don't I, – Penn State doesn't have that on defense. You can talk about their corners. You can talk about all this stuff. They weren't that good, man. We were missing passes. We just we didn't have time to throw the football. We didn't have an offensive line. You have an offensive line, you can beat Penn State. No problem. So, cool. What's the next one? What do you, or do you have any opinions? No, I, I, I think I think the Big Ten's a fraud, and just the way the schedule plans out, a lot of these teams have uh, have inflated records. Yeah. So, um, my next my next one is, um. I repeatedly make fun of uh, Matt Corral, Peyton Thorne, Sean Clifford. Do I need to stop calling players out? Because it seems yeah, like please. whoever I absolutely hone in on turns out to be really, really good. So yeah. yep. this is less of like a question and more of like a demand. If I start going in on a guy, please stop. I'll turn your mic can, off. Can, can you do that? Can yeah. you just like mute me yep. while I'm going on a opposing player yeah. rant? Do you want to know what I did? You know how many yards they ran for yesterday? 209. Well, go back and listen to the preview. Oh, man, they have, they've only ran for barely over 100 yards against two teams so far this year. No way they're going to run the football. Kayvon Lee, 9.3 yards per carry. Eight carries for 74 yards. Clifford, 10 carries, 58. John Lovett, 10 carries, 41. Noah Kane wasn't anything, no big deal. But 42 carries, 209 yards, five yards per carry. So I'll stop that as well. It's our fault. I mean, they clearly listened to us and bulletin board material. And then they were like, oh, that's what we need to do against IU. We're not been running the ball. They're not going to expect us to run the ball. We'll just run the football. No big deal. But the dude couldn't. Th- hey, let's, let's get back to this for just a second. Your boy, Big Red Dog. Not good, bud. Oh my gosh, I'm just watching the Pinnix. They're just showing me the, the highlight of the Pinnix pick. When we're up, we're down 14. He just made two giant throws on that drive, and he just lofts one up for an interception. What a joke. Um, the pass, not the player. We don't talk bad about players. So what's next? What do you got? So you're m- way more of a historian than me. I, I'm 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 more hyperbolic and, and dramatic, but this is the worst. IU offensive performance since when? Man, you're going to put me on a... We played the only one Penn... I remember is when we lost to Wisconsin, like 63 to 3. But at least we... No, no, no. So we, you're talking about the 80-point game? Yeah, 83, yeah. yeah. Where that's we, like... we at least scored 20-something points. So what I'm thinking is of recent. Uh, Seth saying Michigan 2000. That's when we lost like 50 to nothing. Yeah, but that's different. What I'm thinking is Penn State at home. It was either the Mark, who was the safety? Mark. Uh, Greg Heaven. There's Greg Heaven, but there was a Mark. Mark something. Lewis. Mark Murphy. 
Mark Murphy. Yes. We we lost 10 to 7. <laughs> there was one pick six on defense. That was our seven points. I think we lost 10 to 7 or 13 to 7 at home against Penn State. They're going to say it's a bad weather game, but we stayed there and that weather was not that bad. It was a little cold, like a little bit of that mist, but nothing that bad. Yeah, that was a bad performance. That was the last one that I can remember. I mean, no, you know what? No, Iowa. There you go. Iowa this season. That offense was terrible, but it was obvious reasons why the offense was terrible. So I don't Last think question. we play calling. And this is just, just because I, I hate misery and want to torture myself. You're down four. Yep. Two-minute warning. You had two options at quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger or Michael Penix, who do you have more confidence in to lead you down for a drive? Who is who? What team? What I mean, team? they're on their IU? respective teams. Yeah, Michael Penix is on IU. Ben Roethlisberger is on the Steelers. Who are you more confident in? Drives it down and scores. Roethlisberger it has to be. Unfortunately, yeah. So Sot, my wife with the with the quote of the night goes, "I can't handle." Both of my football teams having bad quarterbacks. <laughs> At least mine has a decent one. What did I say today, Seth? Kind of good. But I meant that is like, he's like really good, but he just doesn't have enough time to throw the football and both of his ankles are totally broken. So he's, he's good. Carson Wentz is who I'm talking about. So, um, okay. That's enough of the Brandos Randos. Seth, you want to reach into your sack and let us know what you got? Yeah, the two things I got today. Normally, I have questions or opinions. Today, I have unquestionables. Uh-oh. Uh, the two things you can't question about this IU team. Uh, the first one, we've talked about it a lot, the effort. The kids are giving it their all. They're leaving it everything on the field. There is nothing, you know, We like we talk about all the time. We try not to say anything negative about the kids. They are doing everything. They're diving. They're scrapping. They're doing all the right stuff out there. And there is not one bad thing to say about, you know, guys not trying, not you know, not playing hard. Um, and then the other thing I have, and I said this in a tweet. Um, oh boy, here we go. Nick Sheridan is a criminal. $500,000 per year. That's what he's getting paid this year. And they are robbing a perfectly good defense that should be, if you're holding teams to 24 points, you should at least be in the games with a chance to win. You and every, I don't mean every to cut you short. single. Let me yeah. cut you short for just a second. Let me interrupt you. You talked about they wouldn't have gotten to 24 points, you don't think, if we're scoring with them or scoring along with the them time of possession point. isn't what it is. Like, let me let me let me look it up. I actually I think I can, it's, I like, they had it the right ball here. like 36 minutes, 35, they had the ball minutes. 34, 53. We had it 24, 25 minutes and ran so, more than 70 plays, right? They had total. I don't know if ESPN is going to show me this. It doesn't, but no, you had you doesn't. had you had defense at seventy plus defensive snap. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So just every every issue that the defense is just from overexposure, and I think the injuries are a direct result of that as well. So, yeah, you said it last week. Yeah. What if I told you the yards per pass were five point nine to five point seven, and we still lost twenty four to nothing? It's Mac Jones football right there. Who? Oh, uh, just game Mac manager. Jones. Um. Yeah, that's it for your sack. Okay, cool. Keeping it going. Final statements. I didn't write anything down, but I can give you one. 
Um, okay. This is Brandon and I talked about this before. This is the perfect time for a bye week. The injuries have been a, a major thorn in our side so far this year. And Taiwan Mullen not playing that game last night. Losing Cam Jones, who was just playing incredible alongside Micah McFadden. Losing Raheem Lane, who was debatably our best player on the night. It's, you cannot give up. Seth just said it, man. These kids are trying. Like the effort is that I don't want to say that they're trying. Every team is trying. You would think UConn's trying, right? I think they tried to win yesterday. Um, there's no point in not trying in, in college. You don't get a better recruiting pick or whatever because you don't finish with a win. Support the kids. The next game is homecoming. Don't let it get by you. Michigan State is not a, a number 11. They were ranked 11th. Is that what you're telling me? Yep. They're not the 11th team in the country. I don't care what anybody says. They can run the football well. Their quarterbacks, we saw what he does last year. We'll be okay. Okay? We're two and three. We've got winnable games along the way. I think this bye week is perfect for us to maybe, maybe we'll call our podcast this during the week reset expectations maybe i'm not saying we're going to give up or we're going to give up on what we were aiming for at the beginning of the year but my 10 and 2 is gone okay 9 and 3 still there technically okay it can happen we've seen crazier stuff right <laughs> like seth's eyes in the in the the zoom call right now so just don't give up man i mean i went on a rant on twitter enough on this so just support the kids don't call them out if you want to go after a coach that's fine they're paid a lot of money for stuff like that that's fine but don't go after the kids don't do that and let's show up to the games keep it going don't sell your tickets to michigan state fans give them to me i'll give them to somebody else all right bye yeah not, i mean my you expectations were going to be my entire rant you just said it when expectations fail to live up to them, it's hard. And that's why this sucks so bad because the expectations that we all had that we built up is done. So I'm going to feel sorry for myself today. I'll probably feel sorry for myself tomorrow. And then from here on out, negative Brandon is done. Telling you that that's my final statement. Negative Brandon is over. Starting Wednesday, only positive vibes from here on out. I'm not calling out opposing players. I'm not calling out our players. I'm just going to be positive and have fun with this season as much as it can be. So that's my final statement. Less about IU, more about me. And like you said, again, you hit it. You're going to talk more about yourself. About how much of a Steeler fan you are? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Maybe. You know I worked that in every pod. Oh, my gosh. But there we go. That's my final statement. Oh, I can't. I was celebrating that. But as I was celebrating that and watching Seth be devastated in the background, I was like, oh, you know what? He's got a point. Our listeners are going to go away if we don't fight with each other every single podcast. So does um, make for good content. Right, right. All four of them will leave, will leave us. At least maybe one of them will stay around. I don't know. My wife. So, um, (laughs) 
Uh, Seth, you're good. No, I got one here. Uh, yeah, the friend, the friend version of me is happy with that. The producer version of me is infuriated. Um, all right. So I'm going to get this out of the way. I can't wait for Michigan State. Like, Ooh. I don't even care about the game. Like, uh, whatever. Like, I get a chance to see you guys again, or at least we get to go to a game again. Like, hang out with friends. We're in fall. It's going to be leaf season. The leaves are going to be beautiful. Dude. Yeah. How do you not get excited about going to a football game? That's all I got to say. This you is know awesome. what that means. Brandon knows he's going to be so mad too because he's going to another hashtag cancel fall weddings for that game. Fall means I break out the fireball and the and the reds in the big red container for tailgate. So, um, yeah. So that is what it is. There we go. Again, check us out. I'll let you guys know um, on the lead up to the Michigan State game where you can find Seth and I. I'm pretty sure Brandon is not going to be joining us for that one. So, um, be sure to check out the pod on facebook.com or well, on Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash podcast LEO, or just search that in your app on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO, where you can check out all the live tweets from yesterday and make fun of Seth. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple days when we do something that we haven't figured out yet during the bye week Um, but either way, check our Twitter feed. We'll keep you updated until then. LEO. 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 Is that? Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.